0: Forty-two miles below San Ysidro, on a great north-south highway in California, there is a crossroad, which for eighty-odd years has been called Rebel Corners. From here a country road goes at right angles toward the west, until, after forty-nine miles, it connects with another north-south highway that leads from San Francisco to Los Angeles and, of course, Hollywood. Anyone who wishes to go from the inland valley to the coast in this part of the state must take the road that begins at Rebel Corners, and winds through hills and a little desert and through farmland and mountains until, at last, it comes to the coastal highway, right in the middle of the town of San Juan de la Cruz. Rebel Corners got its name in 1862. It is said that a family named Blanken kept a smithy at the crossroads, The Blankens and their sons-in-law were poor, ignorant, proud, and violent Kentuckians. Having no furniture and no property, they brought what they had with them from the East, their prejudices and their politics. Having no slaves, they were ready, nevertheless, to sell their lives for the free principle of slavery. When the war began, the Blankens discussed traveling back across the measureless West to fight for the Confederacy. But it was a long way, and they had crossed once, and it was too far. Thus it was that in a California which was preponderantly for the North, the Blankens seceded a hundred and sixty acres and a blacksmith shop from the Union and joined Blanken Corners to the Confederacy. It is also said that they dug trenches and cut rifle slits in the blacksmith shop to defend this rebellious island from the hated Yankees. And the Yankees, who were mostly Mexicans and Germans and Irish and Chinese, far from attacking the Blankens, were rather proud of them. The Blankens had never lived so well, for the enemy brought chickens and eggs and pork sausage in slaughter time, because everyone thought that, regardless of the cause, such courage should be recognized. Their place took the name of Rebel Corners, and has kept it to this day. After the war, the Blankens became lazy and quarrelsome, and full of hatreds and complaints, as every defeated nation does. So that, pride in them having evaporated with the war, people stopped bringing their horses to be shooed, and their plows for retipping. Finally, what the Union armies could not do by force of arms, the First National Bank of San Isidro did by foreclosure. Now, after eighty-odd years, no one remembers much about the Blankens, except that they were very proud and very unpleasant. In the following years, the land changed hands many times before it was incorporated into the empire of a newspaper king. The blacksmith shop burned down and was rebuilt and burned again, and what was left was converted into a garage with gas pumps and then into a store-restaurant garage and service station. When Juan Chicoy and his wife bought it and got the franchise to run a public conveyance between Rebel Corners and San Juan de la Cruz, it became all these and a bus station, too. The Rebel Blankens have, through pride and a low threshold of insult, which is the test of ignorance and laziness, disappeared from the face of the earth, and no one remembers what they looked like. But Rebel Corners is well known, and the Chicois are well-liked. There was a little lunchroom in the back of the gas pumps, a lunchroom with a counter and round, fixed stools, and three tables for those who wanted to eat in some style. These weren't used often, for it was customary to tip Mrs. Chicoi when she served you at a table, and not to if she served you at the counter. On the first shelf behind the counter were sweet rolls, snails, doughnuts. On the second, canned soups, oranges, and bananas. On the third, individual boxes of cornflakes, rice flakes, grape nuts, and other tortured cereals.